made on Zencaster. Do you think? Do you think on this intro, <clears throat> you can add like some uh, thunder strikes or whatever, like giving it the presence of like a darker tone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I can do whatever you want, man. Hi, I'm Billy. And I'm Jimmy. We are the Vulcan Skull of Podcasting. And we want to welcome you to the no scullery that is the Zio to Hero Podcast. Where creators and fans come together to share their love of their fandoms. Welcome to this exciting episode of Zio to Hero, where it's a little darker today. A little darker. We're going to go into a little dark side of the Power Rangers fan. Uh, not fandom, I would say the more show. We're going to dive a little deeper into the show's darkness. I am always joined by Jim. I'll never forget the first time I met him, but I'll keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you can have that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Jim, I guess uh, indulge us on a little little bit of what we're going to be talking about. Well, we can uh, we can we can talk about how we kind of got to here. Uh, we actually had a inter- we we had a longer interview about Samurai, mm-hmm. uh, with previous re- mention to unnecessary censorship about my ranting about Samurai, uh, uh-huh. from a couple episodes ago. <clears throat> All right, Billy, bring us back in okay. the Super Mega Force, your favorite season. <laughs> oh God, no! This. Was like, oh yeah, let's go back to this one show. Like, we we invite these guys to be on the show. They came on. They're like, yeah, you want to come back and do a review with the Power Rangers season with us? And this asshole's like, let's do Samurai. I'm like, dude, I was hyped about it. I was like, let's do Samurai, dude. I was sitting there swinging my and then, like, sitting yeah, there watching Samurai. I'm like, this show this season <laughs> sucks. <laughs> God, Billy. But we we had our we had our interview with them, and that episode's coming out next week, by the way, on the Power Trip. Uh, by the way. Go subscribe if you're not subscribed to them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, they're very informed. And we got into the darker, very, very much darker side of Samurai. And uh, I, I think I might have surprised them with some of the things I, I brought up. Well, and uh, it maybe bust up my list. <laughs> well, they did say that some of the explaining we are doing kind of made the show a little more bearable. A lot better. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. it went from terrible to eh? fine. Okay. <laughs> Little <laughs> glances of okay. Yes. But uh, yeah, go listen to the episode next week. Uh, we're going to promote a little bit about it, by the way. So heads up. You'll be seeing some promotional stuff about it uh, this weekend and uh, next early next week. Sweet Jesus. But, yes, we, we I had to bust up my list of very dark topics about Power Rangers, and these are not from the internet. I actually made this list myself. So you you sat there in a dark room scribbling down stuff about a darker part of Power Rangers series? Yeah, we were like 10 minutes ago. You were literally watching me do it because we were on a FaceTime call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we literally were sitting there My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. God. God. Get it right. But, yeah, before uh, before we do get started, there's a little bit of house cleaning uh, taking from Nathan and Michael. Uh, we have interviews coming up, with, uh, and we're going to start branching off a little bit from Power Rangers. We're going to start talking a little bit more about Stranger Things. We have an interview for that coming up here really soon. 
Uh, we're gonna have we have a Batman interview coming up, so that's gonna be it's more of a DC Comics, but it's a Batman esque themed one. And uh, don't shake your head no at me. I pop my neck, and now I can't feel my legs. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like more of a medical issue than what you should be telling me. <laughs> Oh and a God. few other things coming down the, uh, the pipeline. Uh, if you haven't already and you've listened to the show on Apple Podcasts, go leave us a review and a, a rating. You can give us a five-star rating and just call us a bunch of twats. I don't care. Uh, we just uh-huh. I want more ratings if you can give exactly. us more ratings. Um, and go check out uh, Baker Rangers. And go check out Iron Avenger and Neon Lights and Cosplay Dudes shows. Uh, just because you need to go check them out. And if you leave us a review, go leave them a review too. You find us, and their shows are at the bottom of the page. So. If they, if they listen to us, they've already found us, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. All right. You so. ready to get this, uh, <laughs> get this shit show on the road? <laughs> you're damn right. Let's pitter-patter. All right. What, which, you see my list. What do you want to talk about first? You want to go from, like... Start to finish. Let's just get the horrible one out of the way. Let's just do the worst one. Let's go with Mega Force. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. All right, Nathan, Michael, if you're listening to this, this is my like idea on Mega Force. All right. Yes. So you know how it's like super campy and like completely and totally deadpan, right? It, there's no real funny moments in this show. <laughs> it's these characters are surviving annihilation events over and over and over again and they've completely broken as human beings like even in the show like even in the school so like you go to the school right there's a bunch of episodes in the school they're hanging out they're doing stuff at the school and they are just completely broken people every one of them and even the professor who's kind of like fun but he's only fun because he's scared <laughs> Because he's trying not to think about these annihilation events that just keep happening every single day. And at the end of season one, the almost the entire city's gone. So, yeah, they're like freaking out, and there's no help from the government. All they can rely on are these five or six colorful, you know, characters in suits with these giant megazords that are destroying buildings all the time. And they're like being forced to uh, um, say that they're heroes. They're not heroes, they keep destroying everything. <laughs> So well, well yes. <laughs> it's uh it's this uh uh well they're not heroes. They're, they're, I would just say that they're damage control. Kind of like that's about it. Like it, it's it's real civil war y like the Civil War yeah. uh Marvel Civil War where it was like we need to have uh you know, we need to have uh a registration for these uh, for these heroes to destroy things and they're like, No, no registration for us. But then yeah. they're openly talking about this in, like, the, the, the Shake Shack or whatever. Openly talking uh-huh. about stuff yeah. they're doing as rangers, but no one pays attention to them because they're all terrified of these people. Because they're color-coded to the rangers, A, and B, yes. all the talk about the power just stuff. So people are freaking out about these people. Ah. People know. So that, that's my theory on powering uh, Megaforce, anyways. Uh, it's real Marvel Civil War-like conversation. Yeah. Now, does this translate over to the Super uh, super Series? Yes. <laughs> um, Same yeah, thing, different, different suits. The thing, okay, the, the, the thing about, okay, so, and people complain about, okay, so this is going to this is gonna span over both seasons. They complain about Gose always giving them all the stuff, right? 
without oh, yeah. them have to try, right? They don't have to try. Because it's an annihilation event, you're not going to have trials and tri- tribulations for these kids who are trying to save the world. You're not going yeah. to. Like, if you're trying to do that, like, why? Why are you trying to do that? For these yeah. kids who are just trying to save the world. They're risking their life every single time they go out. At, every time. At this point, he's... He's just, he's just got the nuclear codes, and he's got the two keys, and he's just opening up the vault for them. He's just letting it go. Letting I mean, I do give him credit. I do like the fact that they were able to use past rangers. Yeah. So, I like that idea. But, like, that's the only way you're saving this, the, the world. Uh, like, yeah, you get, you get past rangers, a couple past rangers showing up, and then, like, at the end of the season, you get the Mega Force battle. And like Tommy's like, oh, we left the Ranger powers in good hands because they somehow survived this annihilation event. So yeah. yeah, they saved the world barely, but they saved the world. And guess what? They're not coming back anytime soon. We're good. Like they somehow survived yeah, yeah. that. I don't know why the other Rangers hasn't showed up beforehand, but like maybe they didn't have their powers, so they weren't gonna you know risk their life without their powers. That means the other Power Rangers are yeah. cowards. The only ones who weren't cowards, yeah, would, uh, you know, Jaden and freaking uh, Casey. Yeah. Now, would they have, since the current season's Dino Fury, do you think that the Super Mega Force uh, would have the Dino Fury keys for them? No. Or would it's a different time? No, it's the same timeline. Same timeline, but no, they wouldn't have the Dino Fury keys. Because Dino Fury keys, those powers never left. They never gave up those powers. They were always sealed within... Uh, they were always sealed. The one was being consistently used for Zato to keep him alive. And, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. What's his name? A- A- no, what's his name? The Gold Ranger. Aeon? A- Ion. Why could I? I was thinking Aeon. Ion was always morphed to stay alive, and the other keys were all locked away. So the other powers were still oh. locked away, so they couldn't ever become part of the morphing grid again. They were sitting there. I still don't understand... How long? How many episodes you got in before they found the, uh, the the two the light and dark key right above their base? Yeah, you're like, wait, you're yeah, like, wait. hold up, <laughs> hold up. Ha! Huh, wait, you've been here this long? <laughs> what? All right. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's my explanation for Mega Force and why what it makes it a little bit better. Uh, I do want to go in longer detail about these, but I don't want this. I don't want this out. Uh, this episode will be three and a half hours long, like the samurai episode is gonna be. Three and a half, maybe like three and a half, three twenty-five ish. It's it over three fun, hours. It was a fun. <laughs> it was a fun three and a half. Mister over here doesn't have anything important to say. Just mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. The entire uh-huh. episode. I had some witty one-liners. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Um, and we're, we're doing two at a time, so one and two, and then we're gonna cut for a commercial and let, make you guys listen to a commercial that we came up with, and then we'll get back to the show. <laughs> so the next one, which one do you want to do next? Do you want to do the other terrible one? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do Overdrive with the failure. Alright, so Overdrive is dealing with failure. Constant failure. I had to readjust my seat for this one. Uh-huh. So Mr. Hawthorne can't have a son. You know, yes. not, never, n- never been able to have a child. So that's failure number one. He wants a kid, can't ever have a kid. Failure number one. Failure number two. These rangers are being pulled like from the top of their class, like the top of their stuff, 
but they don't want to be rangers at all. He did not make any point of being a ranger and entertaining for them whatsoever. Failure number two. Failure number three, the damn butler is the coolest person in the entire show. I'll agree. Failure number four, they don't win every battle at all. They lose a lot more than they win altogether. Like, completely. Yeah. So, Operation Overdrive is... I'm, be, I, I know people want to be optimistic about Operation Overdrive because it's it's the uh, once a ranger, always a ranger episode. And that's a cool thing. Th- that's another failure point. Like, they just gave up. They just stopped because they still have civilian powers, but they just stopped. They're like, nah, we're good. We don't want you to do it anymore. Nope. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it's a lot of failure where you're dealing with your own failures and how you've you've messed up. And every epi- like every time they fail, it's always because of one of the Rangers. Like they failed because of one of the Rangers. Uh. And they're dealing with their failures and how how it affects them as a team and how yeah. you can overcome your own failures. But overall you yeah, I was going to say, you can see it within the Rangers on, like, date, uh, episode to episode. Like, there's one where he's he's not really focused on being a Ranger. He wants to be an actor. Yeah, Dax. Yeah. Because yeah, he's Dax, a failure so, as an actor. Yeah. So, you can see, like, it translate over. Like, the other one's a thief. Yeah. Um, or he's a professional thief. But uh, he fails at that, too. So... Yeah. Yeah, he has you, to use. You just his, see it. Yeah, he never uses his thieving abilities after the first episode. Total failure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he does at that con, but you know that's that's a, the actor himself. But yeah, and so like you you see, you see these characters keep failing and failing and failing, and like you you're watching them constantly have to deal with that and like. And the thing is, it's not into the world either. It's not. They're globe trotting. They're trying to go across. Like they're felt. They're felt Indiana Jones. Like that's what they uh. are. <laughs> and I, I know I keep saying the word failure a lot, but they 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 disappoint themselves how badly they lose a lot. And it's it's downbeaten. Like near the end of the season, like they're barely keeping it together. And like mm-hmm. uh, Hawthorne, uh, yeah, Hawthorne, right? Yes. Yeah, Hawthorne is like he—he's finally acknowledging, like you know, his son's an android. He himself isn't perfect. Harford. It's Harford. 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 Like his okay. son himself isn't perfect, and that the team he might have chosen might not be the best team for the job. Like you start seeing him question himself. Oh, yes. Yeah. Especially uh, after yeah. he gets done dealing with the 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 former Rangers, he's like, man, these former Rangers are a lot better than these kids. Oh so, yeah, when they yeah when he sees them in action, holy god! And he, the butler has to tell him like, "Hey, man, you chose these people because of their skills. Grow up, uh, yeah. deal with them. Like they're here for you. They they came back for you for this mission. Don't fail them." So yeah, mm-hmm. that's my Operation Overdrive to make Operation Overdrive just feel a little bit better, a little bit better. All right. Yes. Yeah. Any witty one-liners you want to say with that one? Um, I, yeah, you got me. I got nothing on that one. I, I only watched like half that season, so I, I can't implement anything. You know, I watched that season a lot when I was hanging out with, uh, our Scott Master, because the Sudden Light Power Rangers too. And so that was the season. Who was that? Dylan. Dylan Light Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. That's right. Yeah, and, uh, we would watch Operation Overdrive because he had all the, he had all the, uh, 
Time Force toys, but we, Operation Overdrive was the big one during that time. We were hanging out all the time at his house. Right. Yeah. That's when I watched it. <laughs> okay. You know, last time I watched it, I was just in grade school. Prepare for an epic crossover like never before. Except for the first time on the podcast. Well, it's a crossover. You meant to cross over with both. <clears throat> Prepare for the second part of this epic crossover by two powerhouses of Ranger podcasts in one corner. Can we say corner? They're in chairs and talking over the internet. <clears throat> on one side, the Balkan Skull of podcasts, Billy and Jimmy, Zio to Hero. And on the other side, the hosts of Power Trip, Michael and Nathan, do battle. Wait, they're not fighting, they're talking. <clears throat> Discuss Power Rangers Samurai. Listen to this epic podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. This promo is approved by the Red Cornish Ranger, a member of the Zero to Hero Network. Welcome back, everybody, from the commercial. Uh, let's just break this one down. Uh, one, uh, two, uh, one, two, three, four. Do, 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 do. Take it away, Jim. What? <laughs> Pathetic. I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going to do Oh, my God. Well, here here's we go. the clip All anyways. Right. We don't talk about Turbo. Yes, uh, I don't know. Jim has an interesting take on Power Rangers Turbo, which I've seen this for the first time. So, uh, Jim, what is this PTSD that we got from Turbo? Blow your mind. I don't got one to begin with to blow, All so right. let's do it. So, Turbo deals with PTSD. All right. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So think of it like this. Go on. So these rangers, the first set of right. rangers, minus Justin, but we're, we'll get to Justin here in a minute. Okay. Okay. Tommy, Adam, Aisha? Yes. No. Yes. Aisha and Kat. All four of them watched Rocky break his back. Okay. Yes. That set them off. Before that, they okay. literally just got done watching Jason almost die from these powers. From the Zeo powers? Yes. And then instantly... And they're still using the Zeo powers knowing how dangerous they are. Right? They're still using right. them up till the Turbo movie. So we saw them try to morph in the, Zeo, in the Turbo movie to the Zeo powers. That means right. they still had access to the Zeo powers. So they're freaking right. out about this, and they're not really letting it show through. They got to be good soldiers for Zordon. They got to be good soldiers. All right, they're freaking out. And so, the whole first half of the season is them just doing things to get their mind off of the fact that they're Rangers and can still die, even though like they have the power suits and they're still going through all these crazy, crazy things. Tommy picks up uh, car racing, never even talked yes. about it before. Ever before, and he's a good distance away too. He's a completely different. Yeah, never area. talked about it before, not once. Not at all. T uh, not Aisha. Tanya. Tanya. It's Tanya. Tanya. Tanya picks up being a radio DJ. All right. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Never talked about it before. Uh, Adam becomes a coach. 
Yeah, a soccer coach. Soccer coach. Yeah. Never talked about that before either. What did a cat do? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. What did she do? The last time I ever remember, she was doing a graduation. Yeah, she gave that really cool, uh, really awkward speech at graduation, yes. Uh, but what yeah. was she doing outside of that? I am looking that up. And they weren't doing these things. They weren't doing these things to, you know, earn money. Because they clearly had a bunch of different skill sets they could have used. These are things they had no skills in that they could dedicate their large amounts of time to. Distract themselves from their PTSD. Well, they also saw Jason uh, dying from the Zeo Gold powers at an accelerated rate. I too. literally... Yeah. I literally said that. Yeah. Like the, the, the yeah, wa- you said that he was. They saw him dying, but they saw him dying at a faster rate. And they just they just got done with the Zeo powers, like all the King uh, Machine Empire, King Mondo, still dealing with the Zeo powers, like feeling themselves become, like feeling themselves get to that point where Jason was, like slowly feeling the power overwhelm them. So yeah, like they they were freaking out. And then they get the turbo powers, which are a lot less powerful, but that also meant they were vulnerable. The turbo powers mm-hmm. could be destroyed. They were never as yes. nearly as powerful as the Zeo powers. Zordon just said in the movie that they're the most powerful. Uh, they're the most powerful. They're just ordinary cars. No, Tanya. They are extraordinary cars. Vehicles equipped with the power and velocity of turbo technology. Individually, they are formidable fighting machines. But when merged together, they form the Turbo Megazord, the most powerful Zord ever created. Uh, powerful powers, right? The most powerful like suits. Yeah. The, tur- yeah, yeah. the Turbo powers are the most powerful power ever created. Uh, in this uh, uh, on Earth. Order. I think up and I think up until that point, that was the most powerful. Up to that point, like, the Zeo powers are those powerful, but they weren't created. They were just transferred into them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, the turbo powers are yeah. most powerful. He's created. So, but it's all, it paled the comparison to the Zeo powers. Paled the comparison. So, they, they, they're suffering from fear and PTSD of watching their best friend almost die and their other best friend almost, you know, become a paraplegic. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, they watch right. that. And that comes into Justin. Justin watched this happen too. Justin watched him fly off and like break his back. All right. And then right. he watched the Power Rangers like talk about being Power Rangers and being afraid. That hits a kid weird, yeah. especially a kid as smart as Justin. He's a smart yeah. kid. He understands that things are not nearly what you think they are. I found out. Mm-hmm. I found out what Cat did. What's Cat doing? She went to London. She was becoming a ballerina and musician. Uh-huh. See, exceptionally time-consuming a- thing to take her mind off the PTSD yes. and the fear, and the, the pure yep. stress of being a ranger. I'm telling you, these- when they replaced her with Cassie in Turbo, she went to London to See? Uh, fulfill her dream. So, uh, ah, and then we get to the the power switch to the TJ, Carlos, Cassie, and Ashley, right? So, yes. the Justin stuck with this fear of watching like his heroes almost die, because <laughs> like you know the Blue Ranger yeah. almost die, and then like be, being around adults who are afraid, like living Jeez, in fear, and, and being a kid mm-hmm. with this too is horrific. Yeah, and so he has to deal with two sets of rages that go through the exact same like similar things. Oh yeah, TJ yeah, and Cassie yeah. watch Tommy almost get sucked into a vortex of darkness, a vortex. Um. 
Carlos was fighting Piranatrons uh, while watching the Green Ranger get beat up. Same with uh, same with Ashley. Ashley was uh, helping uh-huh. evacuate people who were injured in an extremely stressful environment. So they're all suffering from right. some kind of stress, or some kind of disorder after this. Like they're all suffering from it. And right. you clearly can see later on, like Justin can't sleep. <laughs> like it goes oh, to that true. always in blue, right? Yeah. Well, back or always yeah. in blue or here on blue, or whatever. Like the episode where he comes back, he has problems sleeping. Like he he wakes up just by some car f- lights flashing. Yep. All right. We also see that they're on the Astro Mega ship and see uh, in space these former Turbo Rangers are in the Astro Mega ship. And they're, they're just compounding this, like, compounding on them with the fact that Zane exists. That, you know, uh, yeah. Andrus has been talking about his old teammate who almost died a couple times. So they're like, right. oh, hey, this is kind of scary. And they all have problems sleeping. All of them. They, all of yeah. them, yeah. So Turbo into End Space, I feel like they, they deal with a lot of PTSD, a lot of fear, a lot of uh, extreme stress. Oh, like well, especially when you when you go from Earth to space standards. Yeah, really you, quickly. You know, yeah, you, really quickly. You gotta all you have to like acclimate to that situation too, mm-hmm. which I know it's not easy. Yeah, there's no there's no easy way to do that. But even with that, like you know, they're, they're going from there's bounced around at that point. One, one place mm-hmm. to the next place, just trying to. Try, trying to set it right, like trying trying to get the they're trying to find Zordon, like they're trying to find Zordon, like the last bastion of hope, like they're they're trying to f- ease their ease their fears because they find Z- everything was okay when Zordon was around, everything was okay. Yeah, Zordon Zordon had all the answers. He just wasn't telling all and the answers. At the end, Andrews has to live with destroying Zordon. Andrews has to live with that. For, yeah, Andrews has to live with killing Zordon. Yeah. Yeah, that that was yeah. like that. That's something he has to live with the rest PTSD. of his life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I really wish you were bringing it up in the show, but yeah. Uh, all right. So, that's my thoughts on Turbo. Uh, how it's much darker, and it kind of makes to me it makes more sense like that. Like they're, they're people who are, and that's why they lose to uh, Divatox. Like oh yeah, like Divatox yeah. should not have like won that easily. But you're dealing with a team that has issues. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Especially when you separate them too. Like they're not together. If you go pick them one by one, mm-hmm. it's easier. Yep, exactly. Which you can see that she did with overrunning the command center. Yep, exactly. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Fun stuff. All right, when do Wild Force next? Yeah. Oh man, Wall Force is fun. All right, all right. Uh, this is mostly go on this because because what you got here is kind of what I see. I've seen it too in there. Yeah. Uh, Wall Force is all about sexism. <laughs> uh huh. So you remember Taylor was like the leader of the team before uh, Cole showed up. Yes. Yeah, but Ro- wait, Taylor was the yellow. Yeah, right? Taylor was yellow. The second yes, Cole showed right. up, instantly she became number four. How instantly. did she go from one to four? Well, clearly, oh, shit. she she doesn't have a uh, a member. Uh, uh, <laughs> she doesn't have two member berries. So yeah, she she goes from one to four like instantly. All right, so you you get that. You uh, so she gets she literally gets demoted instantly when Cole shows up. Yeah, 
and she's a great uh-huh. leader. She actually knew and understood how the powers worked. Unlike Cole, yeah. who didn't understand how a cell phone worked, but he had a cell phone morpher. Jeez. He get a man from the wild gets uh, a cell phone morpher. A man raised by wolves gets a cell phone morpher and the lion stuff. Okay, yeah, sure. Man, what a we must be a bunch of chumps because we're paying for a phone service. Exactly. This is bull malarkey. We should be pow- We should go live with wolves and get recruited into the Power Rangers. Exactly. Yes. All right. And then we go. And so Taylor, Taylor gets backseated the rest of the season. Entirely backseated. Like, she has no opinion at that point after that. And she was a right. great ranger. Great leader. All right. From there, we also have a villain who gets tossed around a lot. What's her name again? To- uh, Toxica? Toxica. Toxica is Lily Human yes. Shield. She's literally a yes, Human Shield. Yes, Gendrix. For, for Gendrix, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is not fun for anybody involved with that. Because uh, she gets whooped a lot, and it's terrible. She gets thrown mm-hmm. around, and I'm like, why? What, what's going on here? Uh, she even gets her... Uh, I remember her horn gets broken off at one point. Like, she gets torn yeah, up. that's right. And I feel really bad for her, because... Like, she's not a bad character. She's not a bad person. Like, she's a bad guy, but she's not really a bad guy. Yeah. Thanks. She's not bad through and through. Yeah, she's not bad through and through, but she's abused constantly by Uh these males. Like, the male orcs. Orcs? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're orcs. Orcs. No, orcs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's Master Orc. Yeah. And they're just going to get abused. And she gets abused by him, too. Yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. You see that. And then you have a, what's what's her name? The, uh, The princess. What's her name? Ooh, this is going to be tough. I haven't seen that in a long time. Princess. Princess Shayla? Princess Shayla? Yeah, that's the one you're talking about, right? The the one that's like, oh, I must protect uh, the place. Wah. Yeah, of Animarium. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Princess yeah. Shayla. Uh huh. All right, Princess Shayla is the servant to a little boy god king. Oh yes, <laughs> a little yeah, yeah, right. boy god king. He takes the Zords away at some point. This little like, boy, little boy, is like, no, you don't get any more Zords, and nope, Animaria doesn't need to ever come back to Earth. Ha ha, sucks to be you. Ha ha. Yeah. I am God King. Listen to me. Little boy God King. Li- I am little boy God King, who is actually a Megazord, but still a little boy God King. Yeah. 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 What a twist. What a twist. So dumb. But yeah, it's complete sexism, man. Complete sexism. Come on. They, they have Cole yeah, ripping yeah. off his shirt multiple times in this season. That's fan service yeah, for all the even... ladies out there. <laughs> for all the little boy uh, Megazords. All the little boy God King Megazords. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> little boy God King shirt. Megazords. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no. It's, the, the Zords could be like little chibis. <laughs> little chibi Zords. But, you know, it's, it's total nonsense, man. Total nonsense. And yeah. uh, it's a lot of sexism in this season. Um, what's, what's the Pink Ranger's name again? Oh... Let me let me look this up because it's been a while. Uh, let's go to the Googles. Alyssa. 
My force. My force. My force. Did anybody ever say that your singing is impeccable? Uh, I believe some little boy God King Megazord told me that. <laughs> I knew I knew you were gonna say that. Damn. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Talita. Yeah, like the whole episode, like she gets pulled out of her whole career to just fight these orgs. And like... Wasn't she in the medical career? No, she wouldn't be a teacher. Oh. Uh, yeah. Which is really smart, you know. And... But she had to, uh, she had to, she's really smart, but she had to listen to this little boy God King and, like, give up her life to protect the Animaria. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then Merrick comes back and, uh, oh my God, such, ah, uh, the whole Merrick subplot, so dumb. So. Oh, wasn't he, like, a... Like another uh, a beast at the beginning. Yeah, he was the lunar lunar something. Yeah, like the werewolf, whatever. Yeah, he was like the uh, and, and like you could say he's dealing with duality and shit, but like he's not. It, it's uh, let's see, Zanaku. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Zanaku. Yes, and he's, you can tell he's dealing with humanity, uh, humanity and duality. He's he's not dealing with that. It, it's evil mm-hmm. for being the sake of evil like he's gonna be evil because he's he was changed to something to be evil and so uh, he's not yeah. dealing with his duality and you can even say he suffers from PTSD later in the series as well from all the things he did and you know he's over 3,000 years old at this oh, point yeah. so yeah he's gonna be a little messed up on the head uh, yeah yeah My, yeah no joke yeah yeah I, I got a lot about Wildfire I could talk about I, it's fine like he's a fine character it just I don't see why people like him so much. I think he's a very right. boring character. I'm like he's fine, but I just I don't I don't think he's. He was interesting the like, least. Like, like meh. He like he he goes he goes yeah, to I didn't, cool, like he goes to bars to get some fights with people. Oh uh, yeah, he's clearly. He also has a lunar yeah. a lunar cue, which is very odd. Yeah, it's kind of like you know. Uh. Like an Operation Overdrive with a silver, uh, with the silver ranger, the Mercury Ranger. There, he has a, uh, he has a uh, metal detector. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's his metal weapon. detector. <laughs> what? What? The metal detector. What? Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Oh man, Wild Force is a fun season. Like, but there was a obvious things in there. That now that we're an adults, we we see it. So yeah. let's hit that commercial, bud. Hi, this is Ben from Baker Rangers, and we are a part of the network of Zeo to Hero. So if you like what you're hearing from Jim and Billy, then come check us out. Baker Rangers on YouTube or wherever you find your podcast. Welcome back to whatever squabbling baboon that we had on there. That'd be funny if, like, at the end of the commercial, you put, like, a little monkey, like, or, like, <laughs> uncontrollable screaming <laughs> just, to the camera. 
Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, all right. We're going to get to our last two because I want to do six of these because I have six. <laughs> and six is an even number. Right. So let's do it. We technically have already done five. We want to mention it in space, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to count it. All right. My next one uh, in order is going to be Ninja Storm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to get kind of messed up. Oh. So, the theory behind this is a survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. Go on. All right. <laughs> all right, okay. So, remember at the beginning of the season when all the uh, all the other Ninja Academy guys are uh, taken away to Lothar's ship? Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yeah. okay. They don't know if they're alive or dead. <gasps> they show Wait. up late because they're being lazy, bad students. So they're the last three. The last, they're the last three because of their incompetence. Right. So they have to strive to do better than they. They have to strive to do better than they've ever done before because they are guilt. Like they, they feel guilty for the only ones left. Yes. If they were there early, they would have been with them. They would have died with them. Like survivor guilt's a messed up thing. It makes you do some real messed up things. Um, oh yeah, it really it that. really sets a toll on you too, and like they have it, like they're suffering every single time they morph because they don't deserve. They're not worthy of holding those morphers at all. Like you clearly, oh, no, like no. they were always messing up in all their stuff. They even like in the beginning, it's like we're not the we're not the power engines. Like well, you are now. <laughs> You're the only ones here, guys. Yeah. You're the only ones left, and so they're put under, right. put under a lot of pressure and. It doesn't help the fact that Lothar is such like a bumbling idiot the entire show yeah. where he's not that terrifying, but these rangers are like having a struggle against him because they're dealing with survivor's guilt. Like it's the core rangers. And then you have, you know, then you have yeah. uh, the Thunder Rangers who show up who, you know, were evil and now then they become yes. good because they were told and like they, they were misled. Like, uh, like I feel like they, they are surviving a cult. Like they're getting pulled they out of this cult of Stockholm idea. syndrome. Yeah, they were Stockholm syndrome into yeah. believing that the the air ninjas were the ones who j- destroyed everyone they loved, uh, yeah. including another set of survivors' guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Cam comes along, who's uh, you know, his mom died, and his dad got turned into a guinea oh, pig. Geez. So yeah. another set of survivors' guilt. <laughs> yeah. All and the fact that he guilt. had to go back in time to to get the 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 samurai morpher, basically the samuraiser, yeah, the samurai, the, no, to, to talk to his to talk to his mother, talk to his mom, and knowing she's gonna die, cannot tell her yes. that she's gonna cannot die. Cannot tell her that you know he loves her. Nothing. He can't say any of that because he, he knows it's gonna break the timeline. So, haha, more emotional trauma, more of it. Yeah. Which then makes me think that might have played into, and God forbid, crucify me here, but Cam is the strongest Green Ranger in the franchise history. Yeah, because he has to try. He's pushing himself very hard to be yeah. better than everyone else because he yeah. knows that he had he had to give up so much to get that power, and he doesn't yeah. deserve it. Yep, yeah. and not to only say that, like, uh, physical, uh, physical feats, strength. Yeah, and he has the knowledge. 
He, he's one of the smartest people in the Ranger universe. Smartest. Um, yes. He's also one of the strongest people in the Ranger universe, and he's you know he they're he's told he deserves this you know this Green Ranger power, but he doesn't really believe it. He really no. doesn't. Like he's always fighting about it. Like he's always like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm a Power Ranger, but you never really feel like he ever accepts it. He doesn't. It. He doesn't own it. He doesn't own up to it until he proves to himself that he's yeah. He can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's he doesn't. I think I think it was when he dropped the when he dropped the shoulder arm the the vest armor. Yeah, it's like kind of like when he believed it. Uh the first time, yeah. Like when he finally was able to actually yeah. take on a monster and whoop it. Yeah. Yeah, with mm. single handedly, and not with the Megazord, but just himself. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Not with the Megazord, but himself. Yeah. So I feel like the writer did a good job, of kind of conveying, you know, that people. Uh, people can people can push themselves really far when they feel like uh, when when they feel guilty. Yeah, and I wonder if the uh, the sen- the Sentai counterpart had that same issue. No, uh, her her Kanger, her Ranger. Not really. No, it's a completely different I'm show. Wondering. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. If, I wonder if it was the same. Just like the uh, the other show we're about to talk about called Dino Thunder, which is completely different oh. than the actual like. Sentai counterpart as well. Yeah, the Abba Ranger. Yeah, it's completely different. Like it's a joke series, yeah. but they played it not. They played it really straight in the American series. So Dino Thunder. So your your theory behind the Dino Thunder is overcoming failure. Overcoming abject failure. To be fair with you. Okay. Maybe abject failure. All right. Yes. Because Tommy. Uh, so Tommy's in this season, right? He's the mentor for this season. Yes. He failed miserably. Failed, right? Uh-huh. He he his his replacement he picked lost the turbo powers, lost Zordon, lost the command center, lost everything, everything he oh, worked up you. to, every single step he worked up to, his replacement lost it. Now that you say that, holy God, yes, you're right. Lost, and Zordon died because of him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he stepped off. He was like, "No, I can't do this anymore." Later, guys, Zordon died. His his mentor, his cult leader, died. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it, it's he, he's pushing these kids constantly to do better because uh-huh. he failed his team so horribly, horribly bad. Yeah, and at one point, he actually, I think, tries. To- I don't know. I feel like he probably tries to redeem himself uh, in the series two when he becomes the Black Dino uh, Dino Thunder Ranger. I don't think that's when he tried to redeem himself. I think his re- redemption arc actually happens with Trent when he he tells uh, Trent that he understands. Like he's like, I understand where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That that was his redemption arc. The rest of it, like him becoming a ranger, was just you know he he was a good ranger anyway. He was a he was a good right. ranger. So might as well take up a ranger power and yeah. put in what he could. Trent Trent had a Trent had a moon knight kind of a kind of a complex where like he couldn't he couldn't control when he would morph into the evil white ranger. Yeah, like he his duality was good and bad and he had no good control over either side. And yes. That that's a whole other like can of worms. Uh, I can get into. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but honestly, okay, I'm I'm gonna say something here that might make you mad. 
a little bit early. So I piss off some else. people. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Dino Thunder. Me neither. No, it, I didn't like it. So, okay. I, I know we, we just got done you know, talking good about like, Tommy and stuff. But, like, freaking Dino Thunder is just green with evil all over again. And it, it it's... That five-episode arc got stretched out an entire season. Like, Trent was introduced fairly early. Like... Very, yes. And I get that Dino Thunder's not a bad... Like, it's not a bad season, but I feel like it's just rehashing everything from Green yeah. Evil. And I find it repetitive well, and boring. A, I didn't like how... Okay, well, they had Super Dino Mode, and then they had... Uh, tr- uh, Jurassic mode? Jurassic mode? Jurassic mode? Jurassic. I didn't... I mean, outside that, like, it was pretty one-dimensional. Like, we got Tommy again. Uh, Tommy. And who else? Tommy's Minions. It's a Tommy Oliver show? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I I did like Haley, uh, the the computer nerd lady. I liked her. She was fun. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah, it's no Tom Oliver show, and I, meh, the season was fine, but like, I, I feel like they never really addressed the actual failure of Tommy, and if they would have addressed I it, the, I think it would have been a lot better, because you know, he has that I dream sequence one, of, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, the dream sequence, I was going to say the one, the one thing I could probably take away from this that was really fun or something was when they watched, they watched themselves on TV in Japan. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I, I really wish they would have, like, really talked about Tommy's failure and stuff, and not just, like, him being oh, afraid yeah. of himself. I really, really wish they would have, like, actually yeah. talked about him failing, or, like, how he didn't think he was good enough, even though he, like, you know, span, uh, spin kicked a dinosaur in the face in the first episode. Oh. Uh, yeah. Didn't he have, like, a contract dispute or something, like, halfway through? Disney yeah. got mad at him about it and was like, hey, uh, he was eating high odds and stuff. He's like, Disney was like, you need to stop cussing. He's like, that's what uh, I say. And uh, then about halfway through, he had something else he had to work on. So he, uh, they, they put uh, they put the suit, uh, the Dino Thunder suit on and yeah. had him record his voice lines over really quickly. And so, right. like, you can clearly tell, like, he's not enthused about it, but he has to do it like that. <laughs> so, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can clearly tell he's not enthused. Contractual. Contractual obligations. Yeah. Hell yeah. Duck gets it. <laughs> uh, that's really all I got on this for the most part. Yeah, that's really all I got uh, for, for my little list I made in like 30 minutes really quickly about stuff I was thinking about. Okay. Um, yeah. Suck it, nerd. So, Jam, today's episode has been a very delightful darker side Mu-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. uh <laughs> uh sure. this is always fun to think about the opposite side of power rangers because everybody sees the positive sides the the more teenage attitude fe- yeah teenage attitude the physical features uh the takeaways but we wanted to show the darker side and maybe like I don't know what, what what the Rangers actually dealt with that we might not have seen transparently on screen, like spoken wise. Yeah. So it's like you know you watch you watch Power Rangers and then you never really like most people don't think too much about it. They don't do these deep dives no. into it, and 
And that's fine because, you know, you have your own life and stuff. And Power Rangers, it's a lot. There's a lot going on in Power Rangers. And the thing yeah. is, like, no one I... really does deep dives into it. And so, like, whenever someone does somewhat of a deep dive, it's like, that's accepted at that point. Yeah. And so. I love doing these, like, uh, deeper dives and closing uh, plot holes. Uh, just thinking outside the box. Because the, the Power Rangers series, they leave holes they leave holes and things and i love going through and like trying to connect them and uh the 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 comics do pretty well but they're not canon to the show so we can't really say you know here nor there with them it's nice to see like you know it's nice doing these kind of things because then you get to talk about other things and like get deeper into not just theories but like themes and like how you actually feel about the series and what makes you think what you think about the series and stuff like that and it's like, you know, PTSD never gets really brought up in Power Rangers. Like It's a unspoken thing in today's society, yeah. honestly. And same so. thing with, like, sexism. It's never really talked about in Power Rangers either. It's yeah. just something that's not really talked about. And I, kind of, I think if we do talk about it, it's going to make more of an impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, where, where can you find everyone, Billy? Man, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, honestly, like... Anywhere that you, we, there's social medias, we're probably going to be on it at Zio to Hero. Uh, you can find us on our website at Zio to Hero.com or no personal plugs, which just redirects you to our page. Definitely go check out our merch store. We have some shirts available. Uh, actually, very good quality shirts. I bought one myself and uh, it has not fallen apart with, you know, with my stretch marks. It hasn't fallen apart like you have. Thanks, Jim. Maybe I can get translated into a Power Ranger series. <laughs> no, not gonna happen. Not not a chance. Don't don't no. Stop. Stop. No. Okay. All right. All well, right. you know, while we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts on this? Like, you know, this discussion. Like, just any, oh, yeah. any anything particular oh. you actually want to say about anything that I might have said that you might yeah. want to reiterate or like stick stick the landing for. You know what? Let's stick the landing. On some Power Rangers Turbos. My final thoughts on Power Rangers Turbos was an excellent... This episode was not sponsored by Hasbro Lightning Collection or Organized Psychiatrists of America. Thanks for listening to Zio to Hero. Catch us next week as we might bring in Batman and whoop him with Green Lantern.